0: Ocean FM. Ours to Protect. Brought to you by Ocean FM, the IBA and funded by Commission the With the television licence fee. Check out ours to
1: protect.ie for more information. Last week on Ours to Protect, we talked about how trees absorb carbon dioxide from our atmosphere, which helps address climate change. However, did you know that lawns and other plants also store carbon? Well, we're going to have more on that in just a minute. First, our good news story for this week is for any of you who've taken to the bicycle. Sligo County Council are looking into whether it might be feasible to build a greenway from Collooney to Bilahi, which would link up with the Sligo Leitrim and North Counties Railway Greenway. And that would mean a stretch for 100 kilometres from Enniskillen to Charlestown. Anyone who's visited some of the other Greenway routes around the country will know what a lovely and easygoing way it is to enjoy our gorgeous country and you'll have seen the boom in tourism that it brings too. There's a consultation on the proposal underway and you can find more information on sligogreenway.ie. Now, whether you've been out and about on your bike or in the car over the last while, you've probably noticed the impact of No Mo May on our fields and verges. Well, today we're suggesting we might all consider building on that good start by replacing No mow May with a slow mo summer. Actually, letting our grass grow a little longer allows more CO2 to be stored in the soil and creates more plant biomass, which in turn can help to reduce the amount of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. Longer grass also helps to reduce flooding caused by climate change by slowing down water. As a good example, Declan Feeney at ATU Sligo explains how they have embraced this whole concept. So here
2: on the banks of the Ash Lane River, there's a, a whole swathe of land right along the river that we only cut once a year. And in some cases, we don't cut at all. There's a spread of different colours, different co- textures. And to me, that's a good sign for biodiversity that we've, we've got a, a whole range of different colours and, and feel to it. So we'll get moths. We'll get butterflies. And actually, during the summer months, along the edge of this river, we actually get orchids. And they're here in the middle of Sligo Town. But the reason they're there is that our ground staff at IT Sligo have done a very good job of moving back the cutting regime. Uh, so when they cut the grass, they leave areas. So... In summertime, we'll end up with an array of different flowering plants that you wouldn't normally see because otherwise they would be cut. So sometimes it's a kind of a change in our plan, and that has to be decided depending on where you are. What we need to do is that if we're going to leave areas for biodiversity, it might mean it, it looks a little bit untidy at some point in the year, maybe the whole way through the winter. What we need to do is maybe do an education programme around that, and that's what we've been doing in IT Sligo, to explain why areas are left a little bit more untidy, let to grow a little bit more. They're all part of the biodiversity programme. So there's areas that we cut and we manicure and we maintain and they do give those clean lines that we do want in the campus as well, but we do it in specific areas and in other places we let biodiversity take over. We have organisations like Sligo Tidy Towns and, and they can provide small little incremental pieces of help. Sometimes it'll be financial, but other times it's through, purely through support and connections across the town, which is really, really important. It brings the community together. And that's kind of the social fabric that helps our, our entire town to help build biodiversity in these areas. And actually it's, a, it's a kind of a funny one because it, the word tidy town, we always think of tidy and picking up litter and neat and ordered. But actually Sligo Tidy Towns have changed the focus of their activity. They're looking more at biodiversity. They're looking more at trying to make sure that nature is within our urban areas. And of course we do have to pick up litter and make sure that we don't pollute our environment too.
1: Insects are being impacted by climate change and leaving our grasses a little longer is something that anyone can do to help. More insects and birds can find the food they need in longer grasses and among native plants. You don't even need to go full meadow. Just setting your mower a little higher when you mow will spare the flowers for pollinators and allow the plants to retain more carbon. I met farmer and ecologist Dolores Byrne by her beautiful hay meadow in County Leitrim
0: and I've had people contact me going I want to develop a wildflower meadow where can I get seeds and I say to them well look out and tell me is there dandelions yeah but you've got a wildflower meadow (laughs) okay because it's a wildflower and it's in your meadow it's just that we have been kind of this image in our heads of like
1: poppies of this in
0: fact beautiful yeah beautiful things like this but it takes a while you know to get Mm. to this so if you can get your eye to accept what you're seeing in front of you which might, might be some buttercups and a few grasses that's a wildflower meadow there's lots of butterfly larvae that feed off the grasses so the grasses aren't useless Um, and moths as well will use them so that's perfect if there's buttercups there's a huge amount of things that feed off buttercups Uh, there's lots of these little soldier beetles that will come and visit it so that's why we're asking people just to leave the grass verges alone you kind of got a semi-grassland all by yourself and again in parks uh, areas where Maybe they're not putting a huge amount of fertiliser. You mightn't get all the plants that we're looking at, but you'd Mm. certainly get a few of them. And then you've got chances of things coming in and using them. You know, there might be a mixture of people listening to this. People who have farms, people who don't have farms. It's about getting people to understand that it's totally acceptable to leave a bit of ground grown up. You know, what looks to some people like weeds, to an insect, to a butterfly, is a beautiful oasis. You're going to maybe get some of the weeds like thistles or docks. Now, I said weeds there, and weeds is probably the wrong word to use. Um, undesirable plants, but thistles and docks, and um, nettles, they're an actual part of grasslands. Okay. So if you find a grassland that's full of those, actually what they're responding to is disturbance and nutrients. But say nettles alone, that can support lots of different butterflies, insects, uh, maybe up to 100 different types of insects will use nettles. So everything's got a value. And those little things, they seem as if they're not making a difference, but actually they're changing people's perceptions and they're challenging perceptions as well. They get more interested in understanding why would I leave this Mm -hmm. ground for insects? Why is it important that insects are taken care of? They start to open up to other conversations
1: about, you know, land use. If you log on to pollinators.ie, you can print out a lovely bookmark detailing 10 simple things we can all do to encourage pollinators. There are printable signs for highlighting wildlife areas and detailed plans for any community on cutting and planting if they're looking to manage grassy areas for wildlife. So a slow mow summer can be a winner all round when it comes to helping the planet. It encourages biodiversity, captures carbon and it also improves the drought tolerance and robustness of lawns, which reduces the need for watering during drier spells. Maybe most importantly it encourages us all to slow down and take in the wonder of the world around us. Ocean FM. Ours to
0: protect, brought to you by Ocean FM, the IBI and funded by Commission Man. with the television license fee. Check out ours to protect.ie for more information.